Welcome to Awakening Divine Wildness, hosted by inspirational speaker and best-selling author, Mal Duane. Mal invites you to embrace your divine wildness with powerful conversations with visionary women. Listen in and learn how to move from pain and heartache to forgiveness and freedom so you can live the life you deserve. I can promise you we're going to have fun today. This is going to be so exciting because I get to talk to a woman who I think is the most passionate creature that walks across the planet. I mean, she just is bubbles over with love and enthusiasm. And you can tell just by looking already and she hasn't said two words. Okay. So we're in for a really good time. Stacy Martino has proven that it only takes one partner to transform a relationship, any relationship. Stacy and her husband, Paul, are on a mission to empower people to get that unshakable love and unleashed passion they want in their relationship, even if their partner refuses to change. Now that's challenging. Stacy and Paul are the founders of RelationshipDevelopment.org and creators of Relationship U. Through their revolutionary relationship development method, uh, methodology, they're changing the way relationship is done. Today, through their strategic coaching, online programs, and sold-out live events, Stacy and Paul have, been, have helped thousands of marriages around the world. She's trained and certified by Tony Robbins. Stacy's a certified marriage educator, divorce preventionist, and strategic interventionalist. As I don't think I said that right, interventionist. As a six-time best-selling author, Stacy is sought, a sought-after relationship expert and is the relationship expert for Aspire magazine. After 20 years together, raising two children, spreading their mission around the world, and running a charity feeding families, Paul and Stacy Martino live in unshakable love and unleashed passion every day. And I got to tell you, this is the real deal because I've been in their company and I know, I have seen it. It is like electricity that goes on. Hey, girl! Yay! Hey, Mal! I'm so excited to be here with you today. Oh my gosh, Mal, we have been together for so long. And every single time, I just love, 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 love being with you because our conversations have this such deep, real, fun quality. And I just know today is going to be amazing too. And one other credit I want to add to you. I mean, you've got a list of, you know, credentials and capabilities, but also that wonderful book that you put out with Hal Elrod, The Miracle Morning, Transforming Your Relationship, big bestseller. You, <laughs> so I just wanted to point that one out as well. So girl, let's talk about that challenge of one person having the capability to yeah. transform a relationship. Yeah, that's really the revolutionary part because so many of us have been stuck, right, for so long thinking, well, they got to want it too. We both have to work at it. Um, if they won't change, what can I do? Like, 
we've been so brainwashed and so conditioned to think that it has to be the two of us, right? It has to be 50-50. You have to meet me in the middle, whatever all those things are. And it really keeps good people stuck because the majority of the time, the partner that you're with doesn't want to work on the relationship, doesn't think that what they're doing is a problem. Um, and it leaves you in a position where you're like, well, then I guess nothing can change for me. And that really sucks. So the awesome thing is, is that what we teach here is that relationship is nothing more than a skill set. Relationship is a skill set. It's not about you or about him. Uh, it's not that you're not good enough or he's not good enough or any of that crap. It's that relationship is a skill set. And most of us have never received the skill set that we really need to navigate through relationship. Just like forgiveness that you and I were just talking about. It's a skill set. But most of us were never actually taught how to embrace the freedom of forgiveness and that it is for ourselves. Um, and it's the same thing with all facets of relationship. And so what Paul and I teach is that your relationship is nothing more than you plus how you relate to other people in the world around you. That's all it is. Yeah. And you plus how you relate it's a skill set, right? If you're going to get triggered by a lot of crap and react, that's your skill set. And you're bringing that skill set to your relationship. If the stuff that other people do triggers the crap out of you, then you're going to react. And that's the skill set that you're bringing to your relationship. And so many of us go into relationships so oblivious to the fact that we were never really trained with a skill set. And when you do have that skill, then you can, first of all, show up and interact in a way that causes less trigger, even though you don't mean to be causing triggers. None of us mean to be triggering, but everybody in our world is so different than us. And if we don't understand that, then what we're really doing is reacting to most of the people around us because they're not thinking, doing, and processing like we would if we were them. And that is a recipe for disaster because there's nobody else on this planet that's just like you. And so the truth is that if you learn how to, instead of what we call the old paradigm, which is demand relationship, which is where you show up in relationship and you're like, hey, I don't like that tone. You gotta stop using that tone with me. Or hey, I really don't like how this is going in the house. Like this has to change. Or don't talk to the kid like that. Like you can't talk to the kid like that. You gotta change. Everything that we're doing is I don't like this. You have to change. So it's more pleasing to me. That's the old paradigm of demand relationship, which is so broken, destroying every relationship we're in. What Paul and I teach is relationship development, which is where you learn the skills on how to be happy regardless of what goes on around you and relate in a way that builds up your relationship with that person instead of breaking it down because you can't control anybody but yourself and nobody likes to be controlled. So this whole old paradigm of demand relationship, like if I could just get him to, if I could just get her to, is so broken and it's never going to work. It didn't used to work, but nobody really talked about it because women didn't really have a say. But now that people are, are free to go, you see demand relationship crumbles everywhere you look because when someone who's trying to be controlled by someone else finally hits threshold, Demand relationship crumbles because that person's like, hey, you know what? I don't really need this. I can go and I'm gonna. And then we leave. So relationship development is really about a skill set that we never had, which is to be learn how to be happy within ourselves, 
which is in and of itself oh, something, right? That's the life story. But also learn how to relate to people in a way that rises up relationship. And a huge part of that is understanding how different we are from everybody else, especially between the masculine and the feminine. We were just really never taught these tools. And so in a nutshell, that's how one person can transform a relationship. That's a pretty freaking good nutshell, girl. I gotta tell you, all right? Now I got a couple of questions for you. Yeah. So one of the things that you talked about is looking strictly at what you can do. And I learned that so much in my own healing process of the unraveling of my marriage, which could not be saved. But I, I got out of that mentality of why me instead, what can I do? Yes. Amen. I took ownership. What can I do? Yes. So women get triggered in a marriage. Yep. What can they do to work through the trigger, to put it into a proper perspective? Because man, triggers are triggers. Let's face it. Yep. Yeah. So this is such a good question. I love it. Okay. So here's the thing. So many things that trigger women in a marriage or in a relationship with a man are, I always say it's, it's not a Barbara and Joe problem. It's a feminine masculine problem. You can replace this husband with the next one. You're going to have the same shit new face because honestly, so much of what bothers us is that we don't get men. Um, I'll just use a quick example. I had a woman who asked me a question the other day and she's like, but my husband is abusive. You have no idea how mean he is to me. He punishes me. He's so cruel to me. And I'm like, okay, well, I understand those are your meanings. Tell me the, like what's actually happening. And she's like, we could have an argument and we could be like so far into it and it's getting really intense. And then he's like, I'm, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. And he closes off and he leaves. But Stacey, it could be like for days, for days, he won't talk to me. It's so, it's so punishing. It's so cruel. I can't function because I go up to him and he's like, not now. I can't talk about it. She's like, it's so abusive. There's no more, there's nothing more I can do. And I said to her, I'm so sorry that you're navigating this right now without tools, but I just want to let you know that you can swap that man out for a hundred other men and you're going to have the same dynamic because when a man reaches a certain level of intensity, he will trip off his circuit breaker and shut down to protect you from his intensity going to a place where he has been told women, you don't bring that level of intensity to a woman. Uh, you don't bring, you only bring that to another man. Don't scare your woman. If it escalates to a certain point, you got to stop. You got to back off and his bell needs to ring out. And unlike women who can change their emotions on a regular basis, a man goes deep into his emotions and it could take him days to process out of that before he can calmly talk to you. That is a masculine process. There's nothing wrong with it. It's completely different than the feminine, but it doesn't make one right and one wrong. It's just that if you don't know how to navigate that with a man, you will continually trip that off. And a man, you're labeling it as abusive. He's literally just being a guy, but you so don't get that because you only have feminine lenses right now. And so when you can get a real relationship education, first of all, it's so freeing, right? We talked about freedom just a few minutes ago. All of this empowerment is freeing because you get to see things that you've been taking personally or thought were mean or how could you say that or how could you not? Um, and you start to see, oh my gosh, that's actually how guys are wired. Like, 
I didn't know. Like I would never guess that in a million years. And it's so empowering. Then you can understand, okay, instead of me being triggered that he's punishing me, all those meanings, right? He's being abusive to me. He's punishing me. I can see, okay, well, first of all, lucky me, I have a masculine man. That's a great start. And he needs some time to process. Now I need to look at myself and say, why am I so uncomfortable? with the time that he needs to process and how can I get to a place of peace and not a scarcity mindset that I have to talk about this now where it's never going to be fixed, like an abundance mindset that, okay, we will talk about this when it's the right time for him and me because his happiness is just as important to me as my own. And I will find other ways to meet my needs and I will um, heal myself and whatever triggers I have around this um, so that I can come to him. And that is a you relate tool, learning how to relate to other people in a way that honors you and them. Not you're at the expense of you, just about them, but a win-win that honors you and them. Um, because what I teach about triggers, what Paul and I teach is that every trigger you have is only happening within yourself. Nobody's triggering you to feel disrespected. The disrespect happens when it hits you inside of you. Disrespect is not factual. Disrespect is a meaning that you've attached to something and it's only happening inside you. So why protect the trigger at the expense of your happiness and your relationships? Heal the trigger so that no longer can throw you around. And that's what we teach. Brilliant. I have never heard anyone describe it like that. That is brilliant. So this woman was having a conversation, a communication with her husband, which obviously was not effective communication. What tips do you have for women on how to communicate effectively, speak their truth, but at the same time, speak in a way that the male is receptive instead yeah. of shutting down? Amen. And this is a big skill set. So we actually have a like a hundred tools around this. Um, but I will share one. Uh, we developed um, a framework called a conversation blueprint, which is really how to have the important conversations with other people, male or female, in a way that doesn't lead into a fight, that doesn't escalate. So I'll tell you something from the Brit conversation blueprint, but also something from the masculine feminine, because you brought up a great point about men shutting down. Um, from the masculine and feminine, first of all, uh, men will shut down much quicker when a woman is bringing her masculine to that moment. So masculine to masculine, men will shut down, right? And so unfortunately, we have a little bit of an epidemic, and I used to be in that as well, of women operating from our masculine because we were taught like suit up, provide, make it happen. You've been hurt too many times, like just take it, run with it. And we've, we've been stuck in our male operating mask for a long time. And when you're a woman who's stuck in her masculine, which is you know pushing, driving, controlling, making that happen, um, all of that will be triggering to a masculine man. Uh, because when a woman opens to her feminine and she's allowing and vulnerable and open to him, that's very inviting to him and he wants to serve, protect and provide now. He wants to make you happy. He wants to know what he can do to make you happy. So the first thing is if, is if you're stuck operating from your masculine, and I know so many people feel judged about that. It's not judgment, it's a skill set. And we all had to do what we had to do to take care of our babies and get jobs and all of these things. And 
when we bring that to our relationships, there's going to be kerfuffle. There's nothing you can do about it. Um, and so when you learn how to operate from your feminine, first of all, that's the first thing that drops masculine resistance to a woman. And then one of the second biggest things is women tend to speak in implied communication and men speak only in explicit communication. And this causes such deep ripple ruffles in relationships. It's very, very widespread. And woman to woman, we understand implied communication, right? So if Mal and I are walking somewhere and she's like, oh my gosh, look at those orchids. Don't you just love orchids? I love them. My mother always had orchids. I love orchids in the house. The next time Mal has a birthday or her book comes out, obviously I'm sending orchids because I've learned this about Mal. I picked up on that, right? Men don't have that level of perception, right? A male could be walking with Mal and she could say the same thing about orchids and he could be like, okay, I like burgers. What are we talking about? Why? Why is that relevant here? I don't understand. What happened? What did I miss, right? Because it wasn't explicit and direct. Now, women talk in implied communication for good reason. For the majority of the existence of women, we had no right to speak that directly uh, for ourselves. We had no place to do that. We were not allowed to make demands for other people. Um, and so we learned how to use implied communication to try to encourage people like, oh, don't you think it would be better if maybe you put that on the second step? I think it might look better on the second step. That's a woman's way of saying that, right? A man would say, um, put it on the second step. That's where it belongs. But a woman would be like, oh my gosh, it's like so offensive. How could you be so direct? <laughs> You're so rude, right? Because that's how women were conditioned. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately now, implied communication has no purpose anymore, but we have never developed the internal compass, the internal confidence to feel like we can be so bold as to speak that way. And at the same time, when men are using direct communication with us, we feel that it's rude, that it's insensitive, or that when a man speaks with so much confidence, like, oh, I guess he's spoken. I guess there's no talking about this anymore. Like because it's so confident, it feels like an ending to us. We almost feel like, well, I guess I can't even bring this up again because he seems so sure it's the second step. And I, I, I don't agree, but I, I, there's nothing I can say now because, because look what he said. Their confidence unnerves us because we were not conditioned that way. And it creates so much unnecessary kerfuffle because of the meanings we're attaching to it. When a woman brings implied communication to a man, it's very infuriating. He can't figure it out. He, f he applies the false meaning that he's being tested. Like, why don't you just tell me directly what you want? Why are you testing me? Why do I have to guess at what it is that you want? Or you never said that because a man wouldn't talk that way to another man and he doesn't get it. So the other thing that you can do to help drop resistance with a man is speak in direct communication, which is a tough skill set for a woman to learn. But I'll give you the secret. When you combine direct, explicit communication with compassion and openness with feminine energy, it's a wonderful, wonderful thing to just say what needs to be said without demand, without edge, without uh, the, the, um, the, the judging, the criticizing, and all of those things, but to be open and vulnerable and say what needs to be said a man's resistance will drop immediately. And it's a skill set that we deserve because it allows us to literally be our authentic selves, but it takes a little bit of courage because we haven't been that way for a long time, if that makes sense. 
what I love about all this information and the tips that you're teaching us, that for women that are listening that are in a relationship and aren't married or trying to build a relationship, all of these tools are so applicable. It's not only for marriage, it's for right. communication with a man. Yeah. That's a tough one. I think that's the biggest issue if we can communicate Amen. effectively. And and with your um, male children too. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's so much kerfuffle unnecessarily between moms and our male kids who are dudes, right? It's the same masculine, feminine crap. And unfortunately, a lot of times as mama bear, we even go into more uh, directing, correcting, controlling, criticizing, and demand and masculine energy with our boys. And so, uh, and the men that you work with and the men in your family, like, this is why I say like all this old judgment, like a relationship, all the stigma, it's a skill set, and we all deserve the skill set because our human relationships are everywhere all day. And with a few skills, you can truly up level the quality of your life and remove so much unnecessary kerfuffle. It's very empowering. Would you tell the audience what you mean by kerfuffle? I love the word. I think it's, it's, it's unique to you. I'm not sure. I've never heard anybody else say it, but I love it. I think it's like Michigas, huh? Yes. So it just flew out of my mouth many years ago when I was trying to create a word, which turns out it actually is a real word in the UK. I'd never heard it before, but uh, create a word that encapsulates like all of the upsets, whether, because so many people go into a different emotion for upset. There are people who get mad. Some people get frustrated. Other people get sad. Other people feel paralyzed or get fearful. Like everybody has their different flavor of upset and their go-to, but a kerfuffle is kind of any kind of that upset, whether it's a small one, like the kitchen counter again. Can you please keep that clear? I literally just cleared it yesterday. And now it looks like crap to huge kerfuffles, like another affair. And now we have to deal with this. And what are we going to do about that? Um, so a kerfuffle could be any nature of, upset in any relationship. <laughs> Love it. So tell me, how did your man, your dude, get so wise? Because I've met him and he is an exceptional human being. Is he around? <laughs> here, is, here is that handsome dude. Well, come on. Yeah. Get on. Don't be bashful, honey. You're the other half of this magic, you know. It's hard to be close to this much sunshine in one spot, you know, without oh. having have a little. Oh, yeah. I mean, just amazing. I'm like, just. I got so brilliant. The two of you uh, communicate. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's transformation from inspiration. So, Stacy is amazing, as you know, and I'm not the person I was when I met Stacy. You know, and to be fair, I know Stacy said she wasn't the person that she was either, that, you know, who we are today. So, for me, it really is a case where, um, you know, when you, when you surround yourself with people who are of a next level, you become that next level. And that's what happened with me and Stacy. Like, Stacy's truly amazing. Um, I was inspired by her change. That inspired me to make my own authentic change. And that's really our story is it started with Stacy. And then I realized, and it even came up one day where I said to her, I'm like, you know what? I feel like a Neanderthal next to you. Um, and, and whatever you're doing, like, I, I want to be in. I want to be part of it. I want to understand. I want to learn this. And I did, and I evolved. And we can all evolve. It's just what we didn't know that was off of our radar that was holding us back. So it was her, in, the inspiration from Stacy that created the transformation in me, which is what we teach. So um, I wish I could take credit for it on my own, but that, that wasn't my life's journey without Stacy. So. <laughs>
So what do you think, as a man, is Stacy's strongest communication with you? How she makes herself felt, known, truth, authentically, when she wants to communicate a need? What would yeah. you say that is? That's a great question. And I think it'd be one of two things. Sometimes there's, most compelling is when she has a need and she conveys it from that vulnerable feminine place. Like I really need this from you, Paul. Because what happens is as a man, for me, it inspires me to want to just respond and, and be that knight in shining armor. It naturally calls upon me to step up. Um, and other times she just, you know, it's not always that case. It's like, I really need this to be done. And because we're one, there's never a conflict. So no matter what the energy is behind it now, um, you know, my answer is always yes. And let, let me see how I can make that happen for you because I'm here to serve her 100%. She's always here to serve me 100%. We both know that about each other. So when she's communicating a need, all she really has to do now is, is ask, um, whether it was from a vulnerable place or from a place of um, sort of urgency, like I really need this now. Um, but that's because we have to develop that relationship. Um, and she doesn't need to do anything else really except to ask. I think it's, I might be shortcutting your answer a little bit there for the average person, but for us, that's the truth. So. Well, I had to get you on because for the video, I mean, people have to see the magic. You know, we can talk about it and she can, you know, tell us how she teaches it and how wonderful it is. But when they see it in real life and the way I have and your commitment as a man to make her happy and serve, is just one of the most beautiful things I have ever seen. And I said that the very first time I met you. Yeah. And it's, wow. it's truly a blessing. Uh, you know, I appreciate that and we, we take it in. And I will just say that it's truly a blessing that we have so much of that, that people can feel it around us. And, uh, you know, we're, that's what we're here for. That's why we're trying to share our gift of what we have, um, because we know it's, it's somewhat scarce these days. Um, so anyway, thank you so much, Mel, for that. Oh, sorry, Mel. No, no, go ahead. One of the pieces of why I think um, the communication isn't as important today as it yeah. used to be is because Paul and I have actually done the work to create a rock solid relationship where we are 100%, 100%, where we have created the win-win and the win-lose is not a part of our life. It's not a part of our relationship. And because we have such tremendous rapport, and Paul knows that his happiness is just as important to me as my own, and I and will go to the end of the earth for him, we have so much rapport that the communication isn't as important because we've gotten to a point that we know who we are for each other, and it, the words are the smallest part of how we live today. Yeah. And that really comes from learning how to get out of the win-lose dynamic where if if he gets my way then if he gets his way then I lose or I have to convince him to see it my way so I don't lose and that's a paradigm that most people are stuck in because we've literally been conditioned that way since birth that it's the win-lose like you gotta make sure you get your way or you're gonna be suffering conforming to someone else's way um, and we kind of brought that into relationship which tears down a relationship when you learn how to not stop, how to not give up until you can get to the win-win, where just like I said before, with the, the guy who needed the days to let it his bell ring out, like to me, that's the win-win. What can I do to comfort myself, look at my triggers? Why am I so uncomfortable with this? 
why do I have to insist that we talk about this now? Is that the only way to get to happiness just because that's my way? How can I elevate myself? And how can I make sure that he gets what he needs, which is some time and some peace to get back to his center because that's what the masculine needs. To me, that's learning skill sets to keep going for the win-win. And when you've done that enough that you both know it in your souls, then what you say doesn't matter as much as it does in the beginning. Yeah. And I'd also add Mal too, is not only is it this win-lose dynamic that we're, most people are sort of uh, encountering, but it's also a case where Stacy and I are 100%, 100%. So a lot of times what happens is people are showing up in relationship like, I'll do this if he does that or vice versa, and sort of meet them in the middle. And that's not going to create the unshakable love where you feel like your partner has you no matter what or has your best intentions in mind at all times. So it's both. Is Not only do we have you know, the, the 100%, 100%, but uh, it really is a case where we have that unshakable feeling of one all around at all times. So it's, it's not about me. And we never, we never see a loss for the other as somehow a win on our side. We're one. So you can't have the two, you know, lose. It's, you know, the rising tide lifts all boats is one of those phrases we've heard many times. Um, it's the same kind of thing. We either all go up together or we all go down together. And that's the way relationships should be. Yeah. Magical. You know what, um, Stacy? you have a very generous offer on the website that's going to help people start to understand these concepts to start to improve their relationships um, and then they can connect with you personally about some of the retreats that the university offers i see pictures of all these people under umbrellas in some tropical you know heaven and they're learning about love and how to master their communication their relationship i just think it's so beautiful i may show up single just to do it you know what fantastic I mean? <laughs> Like 20% of our student base is single yeah. and they just don't want to be single forever. <laughs> um, yeah, we're happy to share. We have like a, a two hour training class, a web training class that you can attend totally for free to start getting these skills that I'm talking about. Um, Paul and I uh, share with you the foundational tools that you need to start seeing a shift literally before your head hits the pillow tonight. And you can go grab that at relationshipbreakthroughsecrets.com. Register to attend the web class. It's totally free. There's so much training in there and that's how you can get started. Oh, I love it. I love seeing the two of you. Really, you light me up, guys. Oh, awesome. We love you, Mel. Thank you so much for taking time. I know how busy you are. Oh, we're happy to That's do my it. My pleasure. Yeah. Awesome. Bless you. Thanks for listening to Awakening Divine Wildness. Be sure to visit brokenopen-book.com to get a copy of Mel's new best-selling book, Broken Open, Embracing Heartbreak and Betrayal as Gateways to Unconditional Love. And for a limited time, you can get over 40 transformational gifts from Mal's launch partners. Claim all of this goodness at brokenopen-book.com.